going to space and stuff. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. It's a continuing mission. Ship. Actually, that's it. <coughs> record so you guys can oh okay. well, we don't gotta you know start but it is recording just okay, to let you we're, know. <laughs> we're doing it live. <clears throat> uh, doing these back-to-back episodes it really does like trying to start the second episode is the hardest part yeah for sure because <laughs> you've already come to a conclusion and you just start making space whale sound. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, we got on the whole topic of PodCon, which threw us off a little bit. Oh, Pod- yeah. PodCon and planning for the future. Pon- it sounded like you said PonCon, like we're talking about the, the bread con. <laughs> pon, as in pon, bread for, or <laughs> Spanish for bread. Welcome to the PonCon. What? And pon is Spanish for bread? For bread? Yeah. yeah. P-A-N. All the times we worked at Guglianis and we had to yell into the kitchen, Mas pan! For the focaccia bread. Oh. Ian never worked at Guglianis yeah. with us. He yeah, was I, just there. Yeah, I was just there. You never worked there? No. Ever. Dude, Not even in the kitchen. No. God, I swear to fucking God yeah. you worked there. No, I know everyone thought I did. Even like the customers. Didn't you even like, have a shirt? I did. Even, I even he out. thought he worked there at one point. Yeah. Like literally, I just hung out with like you guys and Steve, Jazzy D, that whole crew. Jazzy D. <laughs> He knows. He knows who he is. <laughs> I just love the name. <laughs> was that the violent guy in the kitchen? Uh, uh, well, I mean, there were several I mean, of those. But I was gonna say he. Was, I mean, he might have been one of the violent guys in the kitchen. But there was actually, like he's actually pretty chill. Like he um, might know him. He has sunglasses. Um, you know. Yeah, the guy from Fresh Prince. I know that guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He definitely was in Fresh Prince. That's actually <laughs> that's a confirmed fact. <laughs> Fresh and get too long up on who Jazzy D really is. <laughs> Jazzy Jeff. Like the Beastie Boys, if you listen to Between the Profound and the Profane, you will eventually know the name of every friend we've ever known. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's right. Between the Profound and the Profane, a comedy podcast where three lifelong friends gather around this table. That was Greg Miller. No, they gather in my spare bedroom every week to trade friendly stories, give friendly advice, and maybe learn something new. I was about to say, about the only friends. one I am gathered around a table. <laughs> I have a fucking table. My table. Single man table. <laughs> to my left, a single man sitting at a table. No, wait, that sounds bad. The man sitting solitary at a table by himself. <laughs> solitary by himself. And perhaps make some new friends. Hey out there, new friends, new friends, true believers. Bone whores in my personal army of... The trash people. The trash people. That's right. Joining me, as they do, every week. <clears throat> He's a pile of movie quotes in a man suit. You know him. You love him. His name's Chris Warko. Space. The final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. It's continuing mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, and to boldly go where no one has gone before. Boldly going where no one has gone before. Uh, you can only photograph him uh, out of focus, far away in the forest. His name's Ian T. Brown. I'm putting on my space goggles today because I forgot I had to come up with two introductions. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm your shit host, the man with a thousand skills and not a damn one of them is marketable. Chris Myers. I was expecting. Better tell that space dust to watch out, because I got my goggles on. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, dude, I forgot all about the... That reminds me of a swamp dust. 
we are taking our space goggles, our lack of marketable skills, uh, to boldly go into the final frontier. Um, we're here. <laughs> Why are there dinosaurs? In the frontier. Well, now we got frontier dinosaurs. Yeah. Does that mean cowboy dinosaurs in space? Yeah. Well, yeah. Actually, definitely. Instead of horses, they got dinosaurs. No, oh, the dinosaurs are cowboys. Oh. It's just dinosaurs and cowboy Hyper hats. intelligent, like, alright, I got you. What? <laughs> I did it. As long as this is a captain, is it named Rex? No! No, damn it! He's a, he's a cowboy dinosaur named Rex. I mean, come on. Played by Whoopi Goldberg. Played by Whoopi Goldberg, anyhow. Whoopi Goldberg's gotta be somewhere in there. Wow, what do you mean? <laughs> Can you imagine cowboy dinosaur space Whoopi Goldberg? I can't wait for it. <laughs> We're talking about space. We're talking about space travel, we're talking oh, spaceships, we're talking God. getting real sci-fi today on Between the Profound and the Profane. Whoopee. Wiggity whacked is what it is. <laughs> Whoopee. <laughs> Whoopee! Yeah! Oh. Sorry so for derailing the show session today. You're taking Whoopi Goldberg on your on your space adventures, obviously, Ian, yeah. right? At least yeah. you saved at, a space for at, Whoopi Goldberg. At this point I have to. It's it's <laughs> obligated. I'm obligated. Is she is, is she your engineer? Is she your captain? Or, or like your not captain, but uh um First pilot. Mate, someone that can talk some real sass, like while I'm trying to make the tough decision. <laughs> like she does she undercut you in front of the crew? Oh, you know, a little bit, you know, she, she does like, she does the Whoopi Goldberg thing, you know? She, she undercuts him, um, with some good-natured ribbing. Yeah, yeah, exactly, it's, yeah, a jest of sorts, sort of, you know? <laughs> I will take you down and crap in your throat! Huh, can't be any worse than the smell you left last night! <laughs> like um, that? Yeah, oh, yes. Uh, yeah, not really, but it's, you know... You make it work. I can make see it, work. it. I can see it. <laughs> that was deliberate. That was deliberate. Oh yeah. So what were we talking about, guys? We hadn't really gotten there. Uh, we hadn't gotten there yet. Uh, well, since you started off uh, us on Whoopi, oh, no. what? Uh, who else would you take? Who would be your space oh. crew? Captain can't even eat no damn mashed what? potatoes. <laughs> He's got wooden teeth. Why? Because he is George. Washington. <laughs> no, alright. I'm not going George on this one. Um, actually, what I would do is I would... What's like, his wife's name? Uh, Martha. George's wife's name? Yeah, Martha. How do you know that name? Oh, oh no. I'm so sorry. I don't have any children for you to eat that <laughs> Fuck you. Because you're going to go How fight How did you get into space? <laughs> I'm Batman. Not, I'm not bringing space cannibal Batman. Like this. So, Whoopi sassing oh, you. Yeah. I figured that you were the captain because Whoopi's sassing you. Yeah. She's making fun of you because you can't eat no mashed potatoes. No, She's. I'm I'm the captain, but I'm not the pilot. No. No, no you don't have to be the pilot. Okay, all right. No, no, I just wanted, just wanted to confirm that, you know. Captain's um, the guy who says we're getting on or off the ship. We're getting out of here. Fire lasers. Uh, pilot is the guy who presses yeah. button and and moves the ship see like all right so like who i'd end up choosing is like i would need i would need a diplomat with with me because this is like star trek style so i'm going abe lincoln for dead president on this one i'm not sure if we're adding a dead president in every scenario from here on out but i kind of hope we do <laughs> always need, you always need at least one yeah yeah so all right so he's gonna be like he's gonna be the guy that goes out and makes peace like with the uh you know with the other planets we land on uh he'll be a good cultural reference for modern times i think um does he always maps. start out every story of meet and greet like four score um well no 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 i think the first thing he does is he chops down a cherry tree because he can't lie I think that's. I kind of forget like those. Does he introduce those himself as Honest Abe? Yeah. Well, that's his name. Hello, I am Honest Abe. <laughs> I'm Honest. You Abe. can trust me. Are I'm you honest. sure you're taking Abraham Lincoln and not Abraham Lincoln from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? Because it sounds like you're taking Most of Abraham. My history 
comes from an excellent adventure that featured both Bill and, and uh, was George, Bill S. Preston was George and Theodore. And speaking of which, Mozart Logan. would definitely have to come along because I need some music. And I think that was Beethoven. Really wasn't it? No, what was it? Was it? it was Beethoven. Thank you oh, very much. That's it. Actually, yeah. Yeah. Beethoven. <laughs> Hello, Beethoven. <Beethoven. laughs> <laughs> yeah. Totally cool, guys. So, yeah, Beef Often. Yeah, he's gonna have to come along because I'm gonna need some music. Okay. And um, Now, does he bring a piano? Or Oh, he brings some jams. He brings he brings a few different ways to jam out, you know? It's all it, live jams? Well, yeah, dude, that's, that's the only way. Yeah, it's all live jams. Wait, you're gonna bring a whole-ass piano? You got a spaceship. You don't got a well, synth on there? Well, actually, I was gonna say, actually, it is the future, so probably all it would need is, like, a crazy little, like, uh, Shit, he just needs like a MacBook Pro. He'd probably accomplish everything. You're gonna lock <laughs> you're gonna lock Beethoven into a uh, a music room basically. It's just uh synthesizers um built into the wall, wah pedals are the floor, there's a MacBook Pro over here, there's another keyboard plugged into the MacBook, and you're just gonna leave him there and intercom pump the jams throughout the spaceship oh okay well now, see i was thinking more of like a stage type setup where it's like because originally i was kind of thinking you have sort of like a neil pert's drum set thing going on where it's like encasing them but instead of just drums it's like all this now see i'm thinking that you want but, a guy i do like the self-contained room though i'm thinking like blue man group with the <laughs> dj wheel yeah and like i'm not throwing up the rest of my he's at the, the heart of it group, just though. like there's a helmet on his head and he's just blah, 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 and it's like making all the things move, it's just hey. reading his brain. See, I, I was see. thinking That's that you need somebody brain. to uh, uh, kick up the jams uh, for theme music, you know, uh, at all times. Oh, okay. When you're having a long, lonely captain's walk down the hallway, you can have uh, okay. sad, lonely piano music. Do you have to yeah. cue it, or does he just do it? No, no, no. It just That's um... what the helmet's for. He's plugged directly into the main frame. He can see everything so ai beethoven is no, i was about to music. say beethoven yeah. beethoven play the music bro yeah. oh. <laughs> abraham lincoln is your diplomat yeah yep he's diplomat i'm the i'm the captain um Austin angry top hat man yeah. <laughs> oh god like for uh for an engineer, I'm gonna need. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna choose uh, Salvador Dali, not because he's good at math, but because he's creative. <laughs> yeah. I, and I like playing the wild card sometimes. sometimes. I mean, he's like, look. Let's see what happens. I set up all these torpedoes to I'm, make a banana. <laughs> I made these gears really long and skinny. <laughs> If you're going to put somebody uh, in charge of your engine, make sure that he's the fascist in the group, because then no matter what, he's going to follow you. Especially if he's Salvador Dali. Yeah, he's, he's small, he's scrawny, he likes to cover himself in his own excrement. Yeah. He, he needs oh, dude, he somebody can, strong he to follow. He can slide into that machine, you know, he's just, I mean, we're not going to talk, he's not going to be like a Scotty. You know, he's not going to be beaming people up. He's not that type of... Uh, you're just going to lock him yeah, in the no, engine Yeah, he's locked room. in the engine room, and it's like, you figure it out, because I'll just be like, you're a genius. <laughs> you go in here now. And he's like, I love the box. And I'm like, I'll Why does he room. sound like Arnold? <laughs> Wasn't Dali Spanish? I love the box, then. <laughs> Absolutely love it. <laughs> Who's flying this goddamn... <laughs> Oh, I forgot I need someone to pilot. This Who's flying thing. this a, death machine? That's a really good uh that's a really good one to bring up. Um alright, so I'm gonna need a pilot. And I didn't think this through at all. I mean I did, but I totally forgot where I was. So anyway, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna choose uh fastest gun in the West. Uh I hate you. Um Captain Kirk. Yeah. Captain Kirk? Yeah, Captain Kirk. When is, you is who? Uh, Captain Kirk is what? 
Is pilot. He's a pilot. He's your He's pilot. A pilot. Okay. When you say Captain Kirk, is he though, a captain or is he like Commander Kirk? No, 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 no that's his name. I'm just Lieutenant called, that's, that's Kirk. That's his name, Captain Kirk. Captain yeah. Kirk is actually just William Shatner in a uh, yellow spacesuit, like drunk 1972 yeah. William Shatner in a spacesuit. It's not actually Captain James Tiberius Kirk. It is William Shatner, but you name him Captain, Captain Kirk. Kirk. Yeah, I'm like, I have a, I'm giving you a new title. It's Captain Kirk, and you're going to fly my spaceship for me, and he's going to be like... My name's like, Bill. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about, Bill. Your name's Captain Kirk now. <laughs> you're flying this thing. Cause God you, damn it, cause Bill, get me out of here. Because you've done it before. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, just uh, Drunk William Shatner, uh, Whoopi Goldberg, Abraham Lincoln, Salvador Dali, Wildcard, and uh, what, uh, did I have another one? Did I, I didn't choose uh, Martha this time. You know what, Philip Spot? Beef. It was Beef. Oh, Beef. Beef, yeah. yeah. Synth Master Extraordinaire. Beef, Beef, then, yeah. Every so, time, yeah, every it. time you guys take off from port, he plays Rocket Man by Elton John, oh, specifically man, a, for William Shatner. That's a really good choice. <laughs> is I it like sung? It. I mean, I'm William sure Shatner? he's sitting there with a scotch, singing it as it yeah. takes off. So it's instrumental, and he's like, Rocket Man. <laughs> yeah. He said, pre-flight. <laughs> it flicks the cigarette, <laughs> and you're on the... Dude! <laughs> Captain! There's no like, smoking on the bridge. Pre-flight! Yeah, when we're going, I guess that would have to make, I guess that would have to be like when we're going through like a really happy asteroid field, it's going to be like, the ultimate synth in the room. Now, Beethoven only plays Elton John. Yeah, that's it. Like, golden age Elton John. I think so, actually, yeah. Whenever he invokes Sir Elton, though. He wears star glasses. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Has to. Beethoven. Bring me my star glasses. Why? So it is Jet's time. So I, so I hope you like the tour of my ship. It is functioning well, as you can see. What is the name of said ship, Sir Elton? <laughs> what, Speaking. Oh, go ahead. What kind of ship are you on? Ah, that's where I was going. Are you now, going like like a personal cruiser? Now, I actually, the ship that I chose was uh, like kind of the most uh, quote unquote realistic ship. Like uh, when you say realistic, are we saying well, like, realistic in this like in from today's standpoint? I should say. Did you base it off any ship so I have a oh, concept? Yeah. Are we talking like, like actually, Starcraft talking, battle cruisers? I'm talking full on the ship from the shittiest uh, Star Trek uh, that ever existed. If you guys remember 2001 to 2005, if you remember any of those years in Star <laughs> Trek involved in yeah. that time frame, like it, it's, it's literally called Star Trek Enterprise. And it's um, it's not the Enterprise. It's oh, like yeah, this, you're talking about the NX01. Well, yeah, exactly. Gotcha. I mean, it, it is the Enterprise, but it's not the Enterprise. You know, it's Star the Trek. Quantum Leap. Enterprise. It's it's a triangular craft. Um, it does have the food teleporter, but it's like it it requires a. So you you basically your uh, your ship is bare bones. Like you yeah. just you basically Earth just learned how to get out there. Exactly. Like that's the one where like the only good thing happened in it is that the Vulcans gave mankind uh, the power to go faster than the speed of light. <laughs> But not and too fast because we're exactly, animals. Exactly. They, did. they limited us. They're like, you can go like 20 planets away from your own planet. That's how far. And anyways, that's the one I'm If we let at. you assholes go any faster, you will go back in time yeah, yeah. and fuss about with the mom from 7th Heaven to save some humpback whales. Dude, those whales are so important, though. That's the only Star that, Trek movie wait, I've ever wait. seen. Oh, man. That's the that only was the catalyst. <laughs> that is why... Seventh Heaven Dad did all those terrible things <laughs> because oh, Kirk went back in time and saved the whales. Oh, and a butterfly. He was like a, a stand-up. He was a stand-up guy before any of that shit happened. Then the motherfucker went back in time, saved the whales, oh, kissed his kissed his wife. 
He flipped the fuck out she came and did terrible things. She came when I think of, don't even know the song. <laughs> when I think of you, I'm pretty sure that's where it goes, right? So it's like smiling back at me. Smiling. When I see your happy face smiling back at me. Seventh heaven. That's a, then that's that's a loose, loose oh. translation, guys. Oh, don't even know if that hurts. was fucking right or on. Any kind of tone, pitch, scaling. That might not even been the right melody. I have I don't no know clue. Those are the right words, even. Really. Seventh <laughs> Heaven. They definitely said that yeah, in the theme. They did. I'll I know give, that. I know that. that was in there. I'll give you that. All right. So <laughs> that size ship, or are you talking like a shuttle? Like you have a whole fucking. You have a ship like, that is big enough to hold quarters, yeah. a bridge, and it. You know. That's more, true. And and I would want that exact ship, so that way one day I'll come across a planet that has a bunch of extra red coats. And then I have a bunch of expendable crew, you know, that can you know, throw, <laughs> throw in one guy a week down there with Salvador. Let him, like, be like... Let him cover him in shit. this machine. Hombre. I don't know, like, what accent did is we that, decide he had? Is that how Salvador talked? I don't know. Chris, Chris Look at this machine, I, I hombre. Recently, I recently is changed he like, fucking Marin. <laughs> what? <laughs> License your registration. Crazy, it's on the back man. of the car. <laughs> oh wow! So, all right. So big ship. I would like two fajita tacos. Two. Huh, huh, huh. Who? Uh, what would your mission be? Do you my, have a mission? Or are you just like freeloading, kind of fucking? You're the space my pirate. My mission would be to get out there, find some weird shit. Get out there and find the weird shit. What yeah. are you doing? Ah, yeah, I'm finding some weird shit. In a crew full shit. of dead presidents, Whoopi Goldbergs. <laughs> Gonna go out there, be find <laughs> other strange weird. life forms on alien planets. Nah, just some weird fuck shit. It. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, I guess that'd be the mission. I guess it'd be, at the very end of the day, I guess that's the mission. <laughs> Fuck some ange, strange, weird alien shit. It wouldn't shit. start off in, with that mission, but like, I, I, well, I mean, I think around in the vastness of space, it becomes that mission because I just decided at this very moment that my ship sucks and your ship sounds like a party. I'm dishing my shit and we're getting on yours because that is way cooler than anything I beat off it, man. Beat off it. Yeah, yeah he's a cool cat. <laughs> <laughs> Groovy tunes. <laughs> So who would you pick if you uh, if you had to 
form a space crew? If I had to form a space crew, um, I'm going. I'm actually going. Uh, uh, you two guys first, because I need people who understand my way of thinking and uh, somebody to talk to, like normal human beings. Um, unlike rebuilding after the apocalypse, um, in which you don't want to watch your friends eventually be dragged out of your uh, out of your grasp. Um, and out of safety by the roving bands of awfulness that is beyond the walls of the civilization you are building, which will eventually happen. No matter what apocalypse comes, your loved ones are going to be dragged from your arms eventually. So shoot them in the head first? Uh, well, yeah. if you're in a zombie apocalypse, the plan is to just get bit as quickly as possible. <clears throat> so you don't have to so deal with it. So you don't have to deal with it. Ah, okay, all right, that's Do you then that's charge like. your family with shooting you, or they should also <laughs> no. get bit? Well, everybody should get bit at the same time. Just hope that when uh, it breaks out, you are in an yeah. airport, you're in the Denver airport waiting to board, and your family is um, away Sucked from you at home there. where you mm -hmm. could never, we would never be able to get to them even if you actually could make it or wanted to and weren't being devoured by zombies. But we're talking about space travel. And since oh, I wouldn't yeah. be seeing you guys be destroyed by zombies, I'd love to have you on the bebop with me, hanging out, ah. uh, doing cool... Yeah, my, my, my ship would be a larger class, um, slow-moving vessel with spaces for personal uh, um, ship use. Um uh, because in my version of space travel, we're only zipping between here and Mars, here and Jupiter moons, here and like okay. the outer reaches of the asteroid belt, you know, things like that. You're 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 hopping. You're, you're yeah, hopping yeah, from planet to hopping planet. Hopping from yeah, planet hoppers. <laughs> we haven't really made it out to where. So you're not, a, not you're not an interstellar. You're not interstellar. Yeah, okay. we're 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 okay. inner and solar system. You are you officially naming your ship the Bebop? No, no, I'm naming my my ship Seventh Heaven. Oh, thank God. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh no. We I'm do not bring... in any way condone what that motherfucker did. We <laughs> just think that's this... the perfect name. We. Uh... I'm taking the Seventh Heaven all the way to Dawson's Creek. <laughs> oh. We. Ian ship. We put Tom Hanks. <laughs> in as a pilot because Tom Hanks has at least played a pilot. I was about once. to say no when when you say actors, are we getting actors in a role on your ship? So are we getting like Tom you're Hanks as the dude from Apollo you're... 11 because he flew a spaceship or are we getting just Tom Hanks with all his infinite acting credentials and he can just slip into a character Tom Hanks. We're, we're getting tom hanks i mean does he have to find bubba or yeah we're getting actor Ooh. tom hanks <laughs> okay okay um, his way of coping with the fact that we're in space is that he takes on a character from his many many great roles uh at every time he boards you might not need the wheel. Uh, more me or in there if you got Movie yeah. hopping Tom Tom Hanks. Yeah, that's kind of true. Yeah, you just uh, drop him. I would make him red shirt. Entertain me. There's about a hundred ninety-two. See what, if I. What I would got his it, capacity be? What would his what? Capa like what would he do? Would he be your flight officer? He's pilot. 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 Tom he's, Hanks he's, is the pilot. pilot Tom Hanks. Right. I like that. All right. So are we getting um more? God, didn't he do the one where he landed the plane upside down? He played Captain Sully. Hey, all right, so are oh, we getting okay. a Captain Sully know. or are we getting more Apollo 13? Uh, I mean, we could do some Apollo 13. We could yeah. do some Captain <clears throat> Sully. Um, I, I I really long for the days where he slips into his role from Bachelor Party. Um, and I enjoy big days, the days when he is uh, the child from Big. Who those is are, he radioing <laughs> when there is a problem? Who is he radioing to? Houston. It can't be Houston. It can't be Houston. Um, well, I guess why, it why could be Houston. Well, I mean, but, yeah. if you're in a ship. But if you're like, well, you're a planet hopper. Houston, we have a problem. Well, fuck, hop to the next planet. I don't know what the fuck you want me to tell you. Houston on every planet. They choose the swampiest, that makes yet sense. hottest area. Everywhere they call it Houston. <laughs> Terran settle. They just name it Houston. <laughs> we take this planet in the name of Houston. If you... And then, um, if you uh, if you are on a ship, like a self-contained ship, you you don't want to. You're not going to be tapping back to NASA. You're right. tapping to 
somebody Cap. who's watching your engineer. You're tapping to your engine, um, which is where I'll go fictional, and this is where I'm taking uh, Kaylee from Firefly. Yeah. Oh, God, that's okay. that's a hot take, man. Really? Yeah. I. Yeah. It did it for me. I don't know what episode it was, the flashback episode where she was getting nailed by the current engineer. And he got up and he was like, you fucking, you done fucking her yet? Can you fix my ship? And she was like, oh, shark's done tooting. Let me tell you what's wrong. Click, click, click. And she fixed the ship. Yeah. And I was like, yes. I'm that, with it. Yeah. That, yeah, that got me. I was yeah. like, all right. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. Or. That's a good one. Like either that, like, or like. Sweaters I, I, from I, Community. I don't know if she knows anything about like engineering. In that, in that sense, there'd have to be a space available on my ship for some Amy Pond. You know, there'd have Annie. to be some Amy Pond. You're like, what? Amy what? from Community. Yeah. What What? What do you... Oh, uh, well, see... Amy I, Pond, too. I mean... Yeah. I, 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 of course, we're all, you know, slobbering pigmen, so we want a pretty girl, but I wanted a pretty girl with a use. I just don't want... I don't want just a you sexy don't a pretty, You're right. And don't that's what I said. When she when she like was like, here, let me fix your engines in two seconds. And he's yeah, like, dude, true. you're fired. Would you like a job? I was like, yeah, sweet. Brains and, brains and beauty. Yeah. But like Amy Pond, she's really good at disguises. I, I seriously... And she, and she like doesn't like Rory. She likes Rory about as much as I like Rory. <laughs> she married the motherfucker. It's crazy. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, we won't go there. Yeah. None of us has the screwdriver to fix that shit. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't do wood. Doesn't do wood. Doesn't do wood. <laughs> um, okay. What okay. would your ship be made out of? Made out of? Yeah. Would you be... Would it be a bio ship? Would it be a straight up... Think, you know, typical when you think spaceship, well, you think I, a metal craft? It's would so you... It sounded like earlier, like, you had said that it was, like, kind of a slow-moving transport type thing. And, mm -hmm. I mean, I assume slow-moving is relative to space travel. Yeah. Slow-moving. So, like, I imagine it would, I imagine it would have been, like, a really large, boxy one. Very kind big and boxy. Kind of Millennium Falcon-ish. I uh, see. Now, sense, when you say big and boxy, I'm thinking more Jawa. But I'm thinking way more boxy. Well, I mean, a Millennium Falcon is not it is like it sleek. Is, it was a it's, transport it's a, ship. It's not a. Tr it's a right. smuggling ship. It's yeah. a. Oh. It's not. It's a. It's a cargo ship. It was a Carillion freighter. Yeah. Oh, okay. But it, it's a very. It's very sleek and you know maneuverable. It is for okay. a cargo ship. I was about to say I it gotcha. is the sleekest, boxiest ship there is. Yeah. Because <laughs> that bitch is still. Yeah. Like a fucking magnet. That's what it looks like. One yeah. of those woo! <laughs> the big disc shaped magnet. But yeah. yeah, I mean a bit more a bit more boxy. Mm -hmm. Um oh, this like is a... like a trash like a trash truck? Like I mean we're talking like Like a, a Jawa trash truck? Yeah, like a I mean like a freight barge. That's a that's a like that's a, a space bit barge too boxy. So that's a is that little too bit slow? Too boxy, a little it, bit too slow. Can it land on planets or it stays in the atmosphere? Uh, I'd say you probably keep this in the atmosphere. It can land on planets, but so it has the ability to land, but mostly atmosphere. Well, yeah. I mean, you're you send out a smaller ship. Yeah. Okay. Well, you I, that's what, I didn't know vehicles. if you had a, you just hang out personal vehicles or uh, say, yeah. shuttles or whatnot. You'd you'd have personal vehicles, <laughs> like things that you actually like Voltron over get here. Get in. Is that what you got? Why you, didn't I think of this? You I sh totally should have made fucking Voltron. <laughs> can I redo mine? <laughs> well, I mean, you need something. Because, like, to me, you, you want to be able to... You, we, you are a spacefaring society I mean, now. If you want to yell lion's hoe, that's okay. So what you want is to have, uh, like, your personal... Ve you want a personal vehicle as right. well as, like, a home. And now, is that specifically for you? Like, does the captain only get a personal vehicle, or does everybody get a personal I mean, vehicle? I figure it's like a car. Your personal s st uh, space vehicle would be like a car with guns on the front. <laughs> I like it. I like it. So that you would be able to, you know, yeah. you park the ship up top, and then you zoom down into the atmosphere. It, it would be like, uh, what are the space bikes called on Star, like the original Star Wars, like when they're going through just the speeders, huh? Land, just speeder, speeder, land speeder, land speeder. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, it would be like an enclosed land speeder. Yeah. Uh, for higher upper atmosphere. Instead travel. of being based on a motorcycle, it's based on a Prius. So <laughs> you can't hear it. It's got no noise because yeah. it's a Prius. <laughs> That's true. So since we are both on the ship, are we crew or are we officers? 
Like, are we just people when you're not on deck as captain, we're just homies. and you just we're just we're just dudes that are like high there, rank, high ranking homies. Oh, yeah, we're HHs. <laughs> high ranking homies. Yeah, that's what you guys are in my show. Who are you? Not, we are we are HHs. Crew, you know, it's just like these are my high ranking. We're homies. like we're like, like the admirals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that. That's one of those things. Like, that's where. Or do you uh, feel like we could fill a void? Yeah, that, that's where my. That's where like my own like I guess philosophy is coming. It's like you fill a void. Uh, uh, um, well, I guess each we, according to his ability. One of you guys is gonna have to go check on Salvador. It's been a while, <laughs> and I'm worried about him. So much shit down There's there. There's so much shit. It's on everything. <laughs> Just, He's like plastered to the wall. You can't see him. He just, just opens picture, his eyes. Pictures of like naked fascists on <laughs> unicorns just smeared with crap everywhere. Yeah, but no, he's keeping it running. I'm just worried about the him. crap. He's keeping it. Oh no! no I, well, I know about the engines. He's keeping the crap running. I mean, or I, or you guys take mystery. place of the of Ian's Whoopi Goldberg role, where you, you guys are there specifically <clears throat> to be the comic relief of the ship. He, to, to, to undermine she, me, to be kind of dickish to me. She is prone to go on, like, you know, like an acting strike, you know. So, every now and then I'll need you guys to fill like, Is your... Be my whoopee, you know. Be my whoopee! <laughs> is your Earth still around? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's... So do y'all still call Earth home? It, or are y'all straight up uh, space my, dwellers? I would, I we're transients. Oh. So do y'all live on whatever current planet you're hopping to? Because and then whenever you get back to Earth, that's like shore leave. You live on you you live on your ship. Anytime you get to a planet, that's shore leave. Okay. You're, you're, yeah, yeah. No, you I'm, live I'm more waiting. transient lifestyle. Like to me, Earth isn't used up in the way uh, isn't like crumbling, but it is a lot worse for the wear. Like uh, Earth is where the poor live. Earth is, you know, it doesn't grow food very well. Um, it's a lot of shanty towns. Uh, you can go there. You can hang out there. But it's where you get your space drugs. Okay. <laughs> that's the, I guess that's the best way that I envision it. You want to buy some death sticks. And so perhaps we would be in on Earth and around Earth a lot trying to get space drugs and death sticks to the moon because uh, that's where the that's where the bumping club is, is, is on the moon. <laughs> yeah. What... Uh... <laughs> What would I the name of your that. ship be? My ship? I mean, like I said, I was pretty much just jacking the, the Enterprise. And, but, you know, honestly, it, it technically was before it was really the Enterprise. And NX-01 is kind of boring. So, like, I don't know, man. I mean, I'm trying to think. I would probably... I'd just call it the Love Machine. <laughs> That's what I'd call it. Yeah. <laughs> That works. Yeah, yeah just to be like, it's a love machine, and it don't work for nobody like you. And that's Salvador. <laughs> I'm just a love machine, and I don't work for nobody but me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a fucking banana. Oh, shit. <laughs> Every day on my shit, dude. It's just too much. It's Shut the damn much. door! Oh, fuck. Um, so who, who are you bringing with you, Chris? What are you? What kind of ship are you flying? Who are you bringing? Jesus. How's your... Uh, so, for first officer, I would bring Jean-Luc Picard because okay. he was a badass captain, so All I figured right. he'd be a pretty good first officer, voice of reason. He's pretty smart, knows lots of shit. Drinks less whiskey than Shatner. This is true. <laughs> He talks in an accent. Not I like that. Singing. Yeah. <laughs> He's good with the flute, though. <laughs> uh, I would bring for my security officer. I'd bring Michael Clark Duncan from Whole Nine Yards. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> because he had a sense of humor. He was funny, and I think he even sang that. Uh, is it Donna Summers? I think he sang a Donna Summers song in one of the bloopers and it was fucking hilarious and he started like fake crying and so I just like have this big huge 7 foot 7 500 pound emotionally unstable just, man just yeah. crying and, and he's terrifying at first I was gonna bring him in his kingpin role 
but mm-hmm. I hate cigarette smoke, and he'd be walking around smoking cigars Ooh, all the time. High oxygen And I'd be like, dude, fucking put that out. And then he'd, like, squish my head. He'd be like, well, you're... I can't even talk as deep as Michael Clark Duncan. <laughs> yeah, high oxygen environment. You cannot smoke... You shouldn't smoke cigarettes on your, on your ship. I did look into that, too, and they said if we ever did space travel, it would not be a 100% pure oxygen. You'd have to do... Oh, of course not. No, you'd have to do... Well, but you... That's why uh, Apollo 1 exploded, mm-hmm. because we used a 100% oxygen environment, yeah. which yeah. is breathable. It's not like you're gonna, it's going to kill you. No, but, but that's, not, that's why it sparked fire it's not and, the it, best and it to exploded. In, so. And it's not the best to live in, period. But there'd be, there'd be like 20% oh, yeah. nitrogen <laughs> and all kinds of shit. Mm-hmm. They, they said that they would just mix with the atmosphere because mm-hmm. of all the different shit that's out in the quote unquote space universe. Mm hmm. Um, for my engineer, originally, so, okay, originally I went with friends and put them in roles mm-hmm. to see, so I had, uh, my buddy Jeff was going to be my first officer. Yeah. Because he's, you know, he's, he was a GM of Dickies. He kind of knows how to, he knows how to run All things right. that I don't really want to deal with. Yeah. Like, I want to be the cool guy in the chair telling people, you know, let's do this and let's blow this up. And he's like, but sir, we're going to have to file fucking 19 reports. And I'm like, that's why I have you. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> So I couldn't figure out who I wanted for my security officer, and then I started flipping with the celebrities and mm-hmm. got the Michael Clark Duncan from the whole nine yards. For an engineer, I was going to bring you as my engineer. Oh, yeah? Because I feel like if we ever had the ability to open up our own, and I know it's more botany than engineering, but I kind of threw your... Space tree? Yeah, it's like an intimate knowledge of plant life, we'll call oh, it, okay, greenery. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I figured you'd just translate that into engineering, and you'd be my engineer. Translate that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, then I could probably run a spaceship on plants. For my celebrity, I picked uh, Peter Stormont or Stormare, and if you if you've all seen Armageddon, okay, he's Lev Andropov, the Russian. In the space station, he's like, when you can't get shit to work, you hit it with wrench! Yeah. And he's, like, freaking out, flying through the space station, chugging, like, guzzling vodka all the time. Uh, So that he would be my engineer for my flight officer. I picked um, Wash. Yeah. yeah. Alan Tudyk or Tudyk. Tudyk. I don't know how to pronounce it. But, yeah, no. I need my leaf on the wind. Yeah. I am a leaf. On the wind. Splat. <laughs> Reverse. Um, and it's funny because I was trying to put everybody who's affiliated with our podcast mm-hmm. in the group first. And I actually chose Alex as my um, flight officer. Yeah. And then I redid it and Wash's real name is Alex. Alex. So I thought that was funny. Um, for the doctor, I want Hugo Weaving... As Agent Smith, <laughs> the reason you are dying is because you did not listen to me. You know, yeah, just yeah, he's yeah. like he's like the, he's my android. Yeah, he's your yeah he's your baby. <laughs> yeah. Makes you feel stupid about everything. Even the captain does not no remorse. He just constantly belittles you and makes you feel this big while fixing you. Like he'll, he'll always fix you, but. God, you're going to feel like shit coming out of that doctor's bag. Man. Oh, dude. Abraham Lincoln would have to, like, substitute as our war doctor. And, like, he would just be like, I don't know. Do we just take off the leg? I'm just being honest here. I really don't know. Like, I'm just being honest. Pulls out the piano wire. We're going to have to take your leg off. You're like, oh, fuck. But, like, my arm just hurts really bad. Yeah, the leg can do that. The leg can do that. And before I went celebrity, you were the doctor. Ah. I had you as my as a shit doctor, <laughs> and then for a science officer, I want Alan Rickman. Before we got replaced, we had jobs. <laughs> <laughs> no, but see, then Take I liked it so much better. You guys are just oh, my yeah. crew. You're yeah. just my homies. No, like when I'm homies. off, I just you want to come fucking play some video. Yeah, I want to play some video games. Exactly. Oh God, we got a red alert again. I gotta go, guys. Still podcasting. <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> Uh, and then I did Alan Rickman as his character from Galaxy Quest. Uh-huh. So melodramatic. He fucking hates life, but he knows everything. You know, and he even wears the pro- – it's not even real. The, the fucking horns on his head, it's the prosthetic rubber, yeah, like a that, shower cap, like yeah, it was in Galaxy that Quest. Wasn't, that wasn't real. <clears throat> so 
that's what I would do. And then um, I kind of went on a continuation from our post-apocalyptic uh-huh. scenario. And this would be the team that goes out. This would be the, the team that gets the fifth energy source, the plasma. Yeah. So their job is to go out in space, oh. retrieve the plasma, and bring it back that to is, Earth. Is yeah, that from that from the apocalypse episode. <clears throat> and so this it, is like after apocalypse. It, it could it could have been. I liked it more. Kind of thinking it's an accelerated. So Earth has already been this way for an ex- a w- amount of time, mm-hmm. and those resources are dying. So the the core is dying. So See. what they have to do, and so I made my ship. the The ship's name is called the Game Changer. Because ah. if they don't, if they don't bring back the plasma, Earth and everyone on Earth dies. <clears throat> so yeah, yeah, and then there, it looks kind of like I made it all bioengineered. So the ship was constructed to be alive. Yeah. So that it could travel better through space. Oh. Okay. And it's we'll call it a carapace. Versus like the 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 hull is looks almost like a carapace. But it doubles as a solar sail, yeah. Oh, so that's okay. how right. they fuel. The, that's how they recharge yeah. all their systems. Is that, what that as makes, they're going that through. Makes sense. Yeah. And then it, it's more. I went with more like the insect look. So up on the front, like right, almost like an alien head, front like a xenomorph head. Mm-hmm. Think that's where the the whole ship is kind of rounded out like a xenomorph head. Okay. And right on the front is like a clear bulb where the crew like the Britain the main bridge is mm-hmm. and it collects the the ionized space plasma through this gigantic it's almost like a just think of a maw of teeth so it's like several rows yeah. of teeth that all kind of move in different directions and it stores the plasma on these little like almost like sacks like clear Dude. crystal sacks and it's just like I mean honestly <clears throat> Xenomorpheus would be a really cool name for it too <laughs> like that's that's a badass ship Xenomorpheus <laughs> Xenomorpheus Xenomorpheus <laughs> if I could add some people in uh, security officers I'd bring the the few army friends that I know the few military friends that I know because you want a security officer to be able to train you to shoot and also be a good friend with you so I got a I got a buddy Matt uh, Moonbeam, who was in the Marines. I got a buddy, George Jorge, who was uh, in the Army. And uh, if you need a guy to sit in a chair and talk to you about some Army stuff, I got a buddy, Bush, who can sit in a chair and oh, talk man. to you about some like, Army stuff. Dude, about, that's your war stories guy. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, Abe Lincoln, dude, he just sits Abe down Abe Lincoln ain't no fucking general. Well, no, no, like, he's, gonna, he's good at sitting down in chairs. And, like, he can't teach me how to shoot. But the great thing is, is that if he's sitting next to me, there's a higher odds that he's going to get shot right He's also day. very, very this sad. He's a very sad man. He is sad, but he's, like, Civil War sad, which is, like, he oddly has a, optimistic. He has a melancholy. Yeah. And if I if I can replace, rather than having a Beethoven, you know, how Ian has a, has a music director, a guy who's pumping yeah. jams all the time, I'm going <laughs> to be, bring a... Uh, uh, two guys as documentarians um, to, to, film, to, to film <laughs> Werner Herzog as the cinematographer, documentarian, also narrator. Um, okay. If you don't know who Werner Herzog Sounds is, he's, he's very, very, Werner Herzog, he's very, very German. Um, you see, yeah. when you choke the life out of a chicken, it gives you the greatest rush to watch the, the light bleed from its little eyes it trusted you until that moment and now now you are breaking its neck <laughs> that is the happiest german tale i've heard in a long time <laughs> and to to direct the documentary and kind of because he's really good at directing dialogue and if we're filming ourselves it's going to be very office style it's going to be very uh like our ship is going to be very silly very very uh parks and rec to camera every now and then so we're bringing Kevin Dwight? smith to direct uh, uh, the, the, the films that we're making while we're running drugs and smuggling. We're also selling documentary films, uh, comedy documentaries about what we do. You're running an all-around bodega. All-around bodega. Like you're just selling DVDs by the counter. It'd be like, do you need water pipe? Do you need CD of Chopin's and or screw? 
Chop and or screwed. <laughs> I have the chopped and the screwed. I have both chopped and screwed, whatever one you Look, need. Look, I sell you two CDs, stick of glue, make chop screwed music. Very good. Yeah, very good. Very good. Very good. <laughs> so, I kind of found a basis of what I wanted my ship to look like, so everybody can get a visual idea. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, that's space actually... Space bug. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That's a real space bug, dude. So, and then those that's little... Space Kata. <laughs> space cater. Yeah, it almost looks like a crawfish, whale, kind of xenomorphy. I was thinking in between a, a locust and a, and a crawfish, sort of. Mm -hmm. And then it would use those kind of pods on the side, and that's what it would collect all of the the plasma. And that that's how it would take it back. So I don't know. I had fun with it. It was kind of cool connecting everything. Yeah. And uh, Crawdaddies in space. Again, makes me want to make... I don't know if I would be able to make a whole comic book about it, but they have all these, like, they have a new series out called Black Science, which is, like, fringe science. Yeah. And it's, I love the comic books that are have nothing to do with superheroes. Mm -hmm. They're just, like, it's just, like, a fucking story, and you're like, I wish the story had pictures, and boom, there you go. And I, I don't know, it seemed like something, if I could make some kind of strange, abstract science fiction comic about a post-apocalyptic world that was dying... And somehow had made it 200 years and now is dying again and has to send out a ship. I thought that would be pretty cool. So if, uh, if somebody came to you guys, uh, let's say Elon Musk or whatever, you know, some, somebody who has a spaceship comes to you and says, look, I got the opportunity of a lifetime for you. And I do mean lifetime. If you get on this ship Never with all these back. other people, <clears throat> you get to go and see space yeah you're never coming back home your mission is to go and see as much of space and cool shit as you can uh before you die do you take that opportunity are you taking the lifetime cruise oh, dude like i know for a fact that if that happened to me it would be richard branson i'd be like <laughs> yeah dude send me out on that crazy party plane me and barack obama are gonna be boogie boarding on mars like far far away from this place <laughs> So yeah, no, you you're like in a heartbeat. Yeah, I just imagine the guy shows up at your door and you see the spaceship behind him and you're like, oh, my bags are packed. I <laughs> I've been ready. I've been waiting for this. <laughs> are you staying? What? <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm um, on there in a second. <laughs> first off, there's many questions I would have. I oh yeah, I yeah. wouldn't just immediately be like, yeah, yeah fuck it. You I, I life journey until you die. Yeah. That could mean, look, I'm putting you on a fucking metal rocket, uh -huh. and uh, there's no food, there's no water, but I'm just gonna send you as far as you can possibly go, uh -oh. and you're going to see space. Stipulations. I mean, you may be, get to Earth or the Moon. You will be taken care of. You will have <laughs> the most comfortable life you can imagine aboard this ship. Um, you know, you're working on the ship, taking care of the ship, doing whatever you can do on the ship. But you got you got an apartment there on the ship it's got a really nice bed there's always food in your pantry you're taken care of by do, the ship by whoever is funding this do i have the ability to go outside the ship even if it's just to be tethered and float through space like tethered to the ship uh, do i have the dude i don't i get i i get i won't say claustrophobic but i would definitely feel like the walls are closing in if i couldn't yeah look at something else yeah you know, and not ever seeing daylight or something like that. Not ever having the ability to take your suit off outside in space. Mm -hmm. Like, I might be like, fuck it. Five seconds. Just open it up. I'll freeze and then pull <laughs> me back in. You know, just dude. give me something different. Dude, dude to, your, to your original point, like, and sort of to yours, like, I would never go, like, if, if it was Elon Musk, for instance... Like, that dude is a little bit, like, he's a little bit more of a mad scientist type dude. Like, he's going to be like, I'll send, I want to send you to a lifetime mission. And by the way, that mission's going to end with you exploding on Mars so I can terraform it for my race of hybrid people. We need to use you as fertilizer. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why Richard Branson, he's crazy. He'll, but, like, he'll just send you out on a crazy mission to go boogie boarding. Well, see, my thing is, like, uh, whoever it is, there's no there's no deals with the devil here. The deal with the devil is that you're going, getting on a ship and going out of our solar system. Like, that, your mission is to take pictures, see as much cool shit as you can, land on planets if you're able to, but you're just, you're going, and you're going until you die. 
can you take anybody or are you is it a one ticket one, one ticket. ticket one way one way one ticket I've got to go. I mean, if if I got to go in and look at the ship, mm-hmm. and if there was if it was not a, you must sign here right now. It's a one time offer. Either you take it or you leave it. Yeah. And they were like, "Look, I know this is a lot on your plate. Come look at the ship, see what it's all about. Look at the quarters, see what we can do. Mm-hmm. You know, let me show you kind of how all this shit's gonna work." Yeah. Then you make up your mind, like, we'll, we'll give you time to make an educated decision. Yeah. If I didn't have children, I would extremely seriously consider it. Because yeah. that would be literally a once-in-a-lifetime, you'll never get that opportunity again. Maybe you can stay in contact with family and friends yeah. for so long before so long. you can't. And then you just fucking be the biggest adventure. See, my question comes then, and I mean, there's obviously probably, you know, people on the ship, we can hypothetically think that, but, like, when you're taking that kind of a thing and you are thinking one-way ticket, who do you share it with? Like, that's the only reason I would want to go into space and see cool shit. Oh, I'm thinking that there's more people than just the one. Were you saying there's only one? No, 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 I was saying, like, I'm solo. I, I was saying, you know, however you imagine it, I imagine there being other people on there. But, like, from my standpoint right now, that would be the hardest decision is the people that I would want to share those experiences with, want to talk about the cool things that I found. Aren't there. Aren't going to be there. See, if I had a side ticket, if I had a second ticket, I'd just bring, like, the meanest tiger I could find from the zoo. <laughs> like, I'd just bring him on the ship. And I'd be like, you didn't say I had to be a person. <laughs> like, yeah, dude, I'm just, I just want to see what happens. See, and then you'd have to worry about the people that freak out. Mm-hmm. And want to go home, yeah. And so, Tiger. intentionally try to sport. sabotage the ship, yeah, to fuck stuff up. <laughs> well, like, my if I could if I could put a writer on the bill, uh, as in like, hey, all right, I see you, lifetime. I want to give you lifetime. Give me a fake heart. I want to never die. Let me be the cyborg who just gets to fly the ship until it crashes. See, that's my that would be my my pitch back would be uh, make me half robot so that i can actually live forever or until nobody's around to like, fix me i would like, abe you can come in and take his legs now <laughs> <laughs> his heart failed i got it legs <laughs> would you want to be mechanical or would you want bio-organic you want bio-organic to me it would be bio-organic you don't want to you don't want to go through an electrical storm and fuck up yeah i want my brain to stay intact (laughs) i want my brain to stay intact i mean the way that i see it is you know you got like a plate in the head half a fucking robot face with the red eye and then maybe this side of your body so you're like kano metal you're a little bit like kano it sounds like you're gonna fake heart is the most important thing Sounds like you're gonna end up looking somewhere between like Dick Cheney and that guy from Boardwalk Empire. God damn it, George! (laughs) 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 No, I think Uh, those guys look pretty similar. So yeah, you'll just you'll just end up looking like Dick Cheney. (laughs) My my punishment for playing God and Uh, trying to ask Elon Musk for more would be that I have to spend eternity with Robo Dick Cheney. Yeah, yeah. Robo Cheney. (laughs) And he doesn't say anything, but God damn it, George. <laughs> God damn it, George! <laughs> I need you to clip my ears once a week to keep growing back. <laughs> Where's the file, George? <laughs> Why? Just Gotta biting, shave my just, horn. Just biting on a stick. <laughs> Eat it. Eat it good. Alright, if you had to take a... one drug... And that was, it would be obviously readily abundant anytime you wanted, but you could only take one on your space traveling journey. Where would you, what would you take? Okay. Weed? Mushrooms. Acid? Mushrooms? Mushrooms. Mushrooms? Yeah. Okay. Ooh. If I could only take one, like I'm bringing I... mushrooms. I want to see space on mushrooms. Oh, that would be cool. Man. Talk about unproductive. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, well. You better yeah. hope the ship's automated. Well, you don't take them all the time. It's mushrooms. You wouldn't be taking them all the time anyway. It's one of those, I... like, it's Space Saturday. Let's. <laughs> space Saturday only happens, like, once every three space months. 
Oh, dude, I don't know. I mean, you know, I would, you know, it might just be just, you know, just some scissor, you know, just <laughs> just floating in space, you know, just I claim this land in the name of Scrooston. You're like, yeah. what are you doing? I'm turning the grab off. I'm floating today. <laughs> I'm Today's frozen Saturday. This is the state of the screw you. <laughs> <laughs> and then Merry Go Round plays. Oh man, but one I know that with like I know with like one of you two would end up like flipping on the gravity, like be like we're heading towards an asteroid belt. I'd be like, yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> and then you turn on the, turn on the gravity, and I just go, oh man, I spilled my drink. <laughs> spilled all this drink in my spill my drink. <laughs> Putting scissor on my pancakes, <laughs> and you're like, Ian, we are nearing the asteroid belt. Nearing. You're like, I'm pouring, but it keeps floating up. <laughs> <laughs> Put the pancake up here, and you're like, watch this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Upside down gravity rooms. Like, oh, yeah. The amount of fun that you could have just fucking around and. In anti gravity, that that that's at least twenty four hours of space travel for me. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I would spend all day flying. What are you doing? Watch this. <laughs> Heck yeah. It would never. I. I say that now. It probably would, but I doubt it would ever lose its fun. No, it would. Like just doing somersaults, like out of nowhere. You know, just you just curl. Are you listening? Uh huh. Uh-huh. I call this the Sonic the Hedgehog, and we're like, we know that. You've been saying that for 15 years now. Someone spin me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now push. You're just like... Super spin. <laughs> I'd set up rings. <laughs> Catch them. Oh, oh, good times. Well, we're running out of that good time. Nearing the end. Oh, man. So, what'd you guys learn today? Man, I learned that Whoopi, uh, he's pretty good uh, first mate, although Salvador, honestly, I'm a little worried about him. It's the crap. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's the a lot of crap down here, man. <laughs> I don't know what the accent is <laughs> I don't know what we just went to, but... <laughs> Holy crap! There's so much I, crap, man! I, I really don't. No, no. Oh. <laughs> no one's gonna Whoa. stop and die. <laughs> In order to be an achiever, you've gotta fly under the waterfall. Thanks, Gary Busey. <laughs> I thought it was cool that all of us would take us on the journey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean,. You gotta have fun. You're in. You're stuck in space. You're the only one. Did you get my How do you know that name? <laughs> oh God! You took Martha, but you. you really Martha! You took Martha. <laughs> you and crazy cannibal Batman. <laughs> What'd you learn? I learned that um, my ship might not be getting much done other than. Traveling between planets, but Ian's ship is going to be a laugh riot, and I think that we would all do better on that ship. Do you teach your entire crew the Seventh Heaven theme song? <laughs> and that's what you sing when you take off? <laughs> the lyrics change every time. <laughs> all you get is Seventh Heaven. <laughs> and you just talk about just the awfulness of each planet. <laughs> When I see that shitty place <laughs> smiling back at me, seventh heaven, gonna sell some drugs on the moon. Good night, everyone! Space whale noise time. <laughs> Ooh.
for this and other shows quite like it, please check out our website, bonushours.com. Can't be any worse than the smell you left last night.